break it down, down like this. Yo, 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 welcome along everyone to Tempo Fit Workout of the Week. Man, it is good to have your company once again as we dive into another running workout. And we are in the midst of this cool little block of training that we're doing where we're going for quality over quantity. And we're really trying to master the art of moving uphill effectively, smoothly, with great technique, and ultimately with great mindset. So that's why we're pulling back the quantity. We're going to focus on quality and really trying to smash these out with brilliant technique. Okay, what are we doing today? Last week, remember, we did three sets of two times 15 second strides uphill and then one 15 second stride on the flat. This week, we're ditching the flat. It's all going to be uphill. We are doing three sets of the following though. So it's all uphill strides for 15 seconds, 30 seconds, and then 45 seconds. Jog back down after each one for your recovery. And then between each of those three sets, you're going to jog for two or three minutes. So once again, it's going uphill for 15 seconds and then 30 seconds and then 45 seconds. And then jog back down recoveries and nice long jogs, two to three minutes between each of those sets. Now the speeds, you are going to be running around about 800 meter effort uphill. Remember, that's not pace, it's effort level. So you should be able to hold this for, you know, two minutes or, or more. Um, and then 30 seconds, that, that one's going to be at around mile pace. So you should be able to hold that for five minutes going uphill. So remember, that's effort level. And then for the 45 second one, that's going to be more like 3K race effort. So we're getting slower for each one as they get longer. Um, and then nice long recovery. So you're nice and fresh to tackle each of them. Now, why are we doing this particular session? So as I talked about last week, and for those new to the show, I'd encourage you actually to go back an episode and pick up at that uh, episode number 107, and that will be a better introduction to the work we're doing this week. So for those who followed us last week, here we go. Why are we we're doing this particular session? So we're, we're increasing the quantity. And I know I talked at the start of the show, we're focusing on quality, but we do need to just up the quantity a little bit from last week to give a bit more time, um, time under tension, you might call it. So we are, I've, I've written down my notes, get stronger with a big exclamation mark. This is about getting you stronger. So we've got four minutes 30 of reasonably intense uphill running. Now this is going to be demanding on your legs, but we are giving you plenty of recovery. So it should be fresh each time, but it will, it, it will tax your body in terms of, um, the, the residual sort of nervous system fatigue, a bit of that muscular uh, fatigue. So do keep in mind that although this is still a quality, not quantity type session, it's a session that will still equally beat you up a little bit. So just keep that in mind. Um, so 4.30 worth of uphill this week. And and what we're doing this week, last week we did the 15 second intervals and this time we're, we're going longer and a little bit slower. And what happens when we go from say a 15 second interval, which is typically done quite fast to 30 seconds or 45 seconds, we start to bridge into a different energy system. Now, if you were to sprint maximum speed for 30 seconds, you will slow down. You won't be able to hold that speed. Now that's a sign that you're 
kicking into a different energy system. You know, your lungs are starting to have to work a lot more. You're not just purely off that, you know, power sprint uh, based energy system. You start to kick into kind of that lactate zone that will uh, recruit other stuff and, and you're requiring oxygen to play a part. So that's why the breathing really gets cranking. And that's why we're slowing it down. So the first one, 15 seconds, nice and quick. The next one, you should feel like you can go for five minutes at that pace. So it shouldn't be hands on knees, puking in the, in the gutter kind of stuff. So that's really important. That slowing down is, is really key. So understanding that we're while, when we get longer into these 30, 45 second intervals, we start to open up a door that can open up a can of pain that we don't necessarily want. So just keep that in mind in terms of, of the paces. We need to wind them back for the 30 and the 45 second one. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, how to do this workout. So first of all, location is all important. Obviously, we need a hill. Uh, that hill should be somewhere between, I would suggest, 5 to 10%. Now, that, when we talk about it in terms of intensity, is probably a the upper end of mild, lower end of moderate hill. So it's the sort of hill that if you're encountered on a bike, it's a bit of a struggle to get up. On a Sunday long run easy jog, you're probably not going to notice it that much. If it goes on for too long, it will, you, you'll notice it. But running faster at, at kind of 3K mile, 800 race intensity, you're going to notice the, the big difference between flat and hill. So we want that key difference. So it needs to be steep enough that, that you feel it. That's important. So the location is key. Secondly, I want to reinforce those speeds. 800 meter pace or effort, I should say, should feel like you can go up that hill for two minutes at that particular pace. You're only doing 15 seconds. So it's sort of a, what's that, a one eighth of what you're capable of in that, in that block. So keep in mind, we don't want you puking on the pavement in this one. I don't want you writing or tagging me on social media and saying that workout was absolutely brutal and horrible. You probably went too fast. So bear that in mind. Keep those paces on the slower side, particularly for the first couple of sets. Finally, recovery. So you're going to be jogging back down after each of those um, in, in the middle of the sets. So the 15, 30 and the 45, they'll have jog back down recoveries. And then you'll have a nice long two to three minute recovery between sets. Now, the jog back downs are really important that they're super light. And also feel free to, to do a little slow roundabout turn when you get to the bottom to just extend that recovery a bit more. Slow down to a walk, reset yourself and get get back going. There's no rush to go, you know, hard up, make your way back down really fast and go hard back up again. That's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to develop your good technique, your good power and efficiency and effectiveness going up the hill. Now that's not a, um, a it's not a lung burner workout. It's not a how um, much endurance can your muscles um, produce. This is about the effectiveness of your muscles, teaching them to perform a certain action without pre-fatiguing them. Now the thought for the week, I wanted to dive into a bit of a, um, it's kind of a why we run discussion. So uh, let me pose this question to you. What are your most enjoyable runs you've ever done? What are the most enjoyable runs you've 
ever done in your entire running history. Have a, th- have a little think about that. Picture where you were in the world. Picture, um, you know, maybe what you're wearing, how, how the weather was, who you were running with, the sort of terrain you were running through, the uh, environment. Um, have a little think about that. And I want to dive into this idea of your most enjoyable runs ever. You know, I'm a surfer and every surf is about finding the most enjoyable surf possible. I'm not out there to uh, get better with my surfing, although I like to get better. The main goal is finding waves and conditions that are just like so ideal, so perfect and idyllic that it's it's beautiful glassy water and um, perfect size waves peeling down the point. You know, th- I, I'm after that experience. But it's funny with running, we don't really seek those sorts of experiences often. I think the growth in, in trail running is probably a bit of a sign that our uh, running culture is heading that direction. And, and of course, the you do big city marathons for that exact experience. Most people do it for this incredible social ex- experience of being around thousands and even millions of spectators. Um, so let's dig into it. Let's, let's talk about, you know, how to make those, those really enjoyable runs, a big part of your running and actually seek them out. So I want to, before I get into three tips on on how we can go about doing them, let me share three of my favorite runs ever. So those who have run in Switzerland will know it's just a a mind-bogglingly beautiful place and incredible for running. Good trails, feels very safe, uh, beautiful mountains and lakes. But Lauterbrunnen in uh, Switzerland is obviously, it's a big tourist destination. It's got these big waterfalls that gush into this lush valley coming down off, you know, 1,000 foot cliffs. and, And it's stunning. And so my wife and I stayed there for a couple of nights and I did... Was it three or four runs in the one day? So I woke up early, went for my own run to watch the sunset, got up high and saw the sunset, the sunrise coming up, and then went back um, to the hotel we're staying at. We had breakfast together, and then my wife and I hopped in a gondola and we went for a run across the the ridge lines back to the hotel. And that was a beautiful way of doing it, actually. We, so we ran sort of flat, rolling, and then uh, downhill down to the the valley floor again. That was an amazing way to do it and there's gondolas and trains going all up these hills so you can make the most of that if you don't want to kill your legs and then I couldn't wait Uh, I had to go out for a sunset run so I went out again and explored some waterfalls in the evening so three runs I think I probably clocked up 40k in that one day but what what a day and I would have happily gone out for another run with a a head torch on later in the day seriously Uh, number two uh, I love running in big cities Um, it's a really cool way of seeing the city because you can um, go to heaps of different sites really quickly but I remember the first time I came across Richmond Park in London and so I lived there for a while the first time I came across it I was just like my gosh this park is in the middle of a city and it's walled off so you've got wild deer running loose there's 
trails galore. Uh, there's drinking fountains everywhere. So on a hot day, it's perfect. And bathrooms and these quaint sort of Victorian Georgian villas <laughs> in the um, perched a lot around the park. I think it was Henry VIII that set up the park originally, put his, his deer so he could go hunting around there. And now we can run around this incredible park. And then you find out, not only is Richmond Park there, but there's Bushy Park, Home Park, Wimbledon Common, all within this one neighbourhood, So, and all connected by the Thames. It's just, seriously, if you are going to London, reserve a couple of days to just go and run in, in West London out there. It's incredible. So, um, and by the way, I wrote the book, The Runner's Guide to London. So if you want some ideas of where to run, that, that'll that give you some more ideas. It's not just reserved to those four parks. London is actually really incredible for running. So that was really cool. Lastly, I want to give a big shout out to the Tongariro uh, region in New Zealand here where I live. So that's, uh, it's an it's an alpine desert sort of environment with uh, volcanoes around, you know, the Mount Doom um, volcano that they use for the Lord of the Rings. That's up there. And you feel like you're just running in this amazing, changeable incredible environment with lots of trails that are really runnable. So lots of sort of rolling, undulating trails that skirt around the side of the mountains. Um, There are some that go up the mountains, um, but there's a lot of really runnable terrain and they cross between rainforests into alpine deserts, up into rocky, you know, scoria zones, down into lush river basins and Every time I run there, no matter what the weather's like almost, like sometimes when it's sideways sleet and snow, it's actually really beautiful as well. But um, that, that part of the country for me is just so, so amazing. So there's some of my favorite runs ever. Um, but here's some tips on how to have more of your favorite runs out there and, and, and really make it a, a big part of your, your running experience. So number one, book them in you know, choose some runs that you're going to do. Like if you're heading to London, reserve a day to go out and explore Bushy Park and Richmond Park. And if you're coming to New Zealand, you know, man, there's some good runs like the Tongariro, um, what's it called? The Alpine area. Um, there, there are so many good runs around the world and actually picking out, researching them, hopping on Strava heat map and looking for the places where people run, um, and making a bit of occasion of it. And so number two is either make it mindful or make it social. So I like often to get away probably twice a year where I can go out and, to, and do some trail running, do some surfing and get some sort of solitude time and really reflect and think about life and, and, and refuel. And then other times I love to be out there with friends and um, enjoying nature together and, and really having a good social time. So that's a great opportunity to get that good variety. Number three, cruise. You know, I talk a lot about performance and racing and improving your times. There are days that you just want to go and cruise, take photos, stop, walk little sections, stop and swim in a a river or on a beach and then um, put your running gear back on and and keep going. I love those days when you can just take it easy and cruise. I think, um, what was his name? The ultra 50 marathons and 50, Dean Kinesis. He he talks about this runabout idea. So you, you take a credit card, take a bottle of water and you just, 
this. Literally, just go for a runabout. Go all day. Just lose yourself. Stop at a cafe for lunch. Go for a swim in a river. And you, you just jog and you walk and you, you explore. I probably don't have time for that sort of thing at this stage in my life, but I like the idea of doing that when I'm on when I'm on holiday or doing that over a two or three hour hour zone. So there you go. There's some ideas for constructing the most enjoyable runs of your life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, so this has actually turned into quite a long show. I got carried away talking about all my favorite runs. But the workout, once again, is three sets of 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Remember, you get slower for each of those. You jog back down for the recovery, and there's three sets of those, so you're going to jog for two to three minutes between sets. Do each rep nice and fresh. Have fun tackling the hills. And remember, if you would like to support the podcast and the run zine, be sure to head along to tempofit.org slash wow and click on the Patreon button and uh, just flick us a couple couple of bucks. That wouldn't mean the world to me and, and mean that I can keep doing this and I can keep doing the work that we do in schools with TempoFit, um, inspiring the next generation. So go out there, be the inspiration, you guys. Have fun, crush this workout. Ciao!